Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. This week, we have my dear friend, Steve Hurd, on the show, and we're going to be talking about abundance. A little bit about Steve. Um, besides the fact, when I first met Steve, I think it was, what, 2009? Something like yeah, that. 2009, yeah, 2009. Um, you were my second coaching client I ever had. So you were the second person to put your faith in me, in yourself for your goals. So, and, and I always remember, um, several months into our coaching client dynamic. Um, I said, we will be friends for life. Yes, you did. And it's still going. And no one's ever said that to me before or since. And, uh, you know, we've kept that, that, promise to each other. You know, I didn't realize that I was only your second uh, client. I knew that you <laughs> were new at it, but you were good. You didn't good know I was it. that new? You know, and you were you were good at it. And so, uh, you know, for your second go round um, or your second client, you did uh, pretty well. I'm still here. Yep. And you're and you're still thriving. And, and speaking yeah. of which, I want to tell everybody else who you are. So Steve Hurd has been serving Folsom and greater Sacramento area since 2002 as a real estate agent. Um, he's a Bay Area transplant. He fell in love with the region so much so that he switched careers to help others discover it. I always say that Steve should be the mayor of Folsom, and I still <laughs> I still think that's the that's the case. So you can find Steve volunteering for community events such as Folsom Pro Rodeo, Folsom Live, music festivals, and many Chamber of Commerce events. He sits on the board of directors for Folsom Chamber of Commerce and serves as an ambassador. He is a former arts commissioner, former treasurer for Folsom. Folsom Cordova Community Partnership and graduated from the Folsom Leadership Academy. When not working and volunteering, he enjoys jogging or walking. Oh, it does say walking. I was just going to try to like do a hit, but okay. Um, or biking Folsom's many miles of nature trails, including the recently completed Johnny Cash Trail. All of this adds up to a Steve knowing Folsom and its market very well. And he uses his knowledge to help guide buyers through the home buying process and helps them write winning offers on their homes. Um, the other thing wow. I would say, I know, you're like, who is that guy? Wow, that sounds impressive. That can't be me. 
Well, you know what? I will, I will tell you, and it sounds corny, but you know what the best thing that I do is, is be a dad and a grandfather. Uh, trumps all of that uh, other stuff, which is good and, and helps me be part of the community and helps me, uh, you know, pay my bills. But, uh, you know, I, there's nothing I like better than talking to my daughters or my grandsons. Yep. And your sons-in-laws. Yes. And my sons-in-laws, you know, one of yeah. them is a, is a great uh, mechanic and he's restoring an old truck. And uh, the other is becoming a barbecue master and is dived uh, headlong into that. And uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed uh, talking to both of them. I'm grateful that both my daughters found guys that uh, work hard and uh, cherish these uh, jewels of, um, of, uh, of women who I was fortunate enough to raise. Uh, well, when I was thinking about um, our time together today, I was just thinking about introducing you and like, what was I going to say about you? And, and you know, whenever, whenever anybody or any organization like wants to pick a speaker and introduce them, they always want, it's common to want to be able to be like, hey, here's somebody special. Like, here's what makes this person awesome. Here's why you should listen to them. Um, and, and the truth is there's a lot of fancy things that, that I could say or other people could say about you. But the one thing that I am passionately most proud of about who you are as a person, and I could say you're an amazing human being, very noble, is that you are an amazing husband and father and grandfather, and you are not perfect, I will be the first to like poke holes in you and, and, you know, jive with sure. you. And, and sure. but, but you, you love your family and you put your family first. And there's a lot of very successful people who have done very well with their finances. And in, you know, we met in the real estate industry. So we know what that the, the goal is in real estate and in finances. But the one thing is, if, if we don't have healthy, loving relationships, we're absolutely bankrupt. So you're one of the richest people that I know. Wow, wee wow, that is great. Uh, thanks for that. Yeah, I, I, I truly appreciate it. Those are great words. And I don't know if I can add to them. I'm just uh, happy that you see me that way. Well, and I just want to keep going on about it. Um, and, and, and even as a mom, because when, when I met you, Skylar and Jaden were probably six and eight or seven right. and nine around that age. And now they're 18 and 20. And, and as a mother, like they know Steve Hurd, like, right. like you have been there. I mean, you're not quite old enough to be my dad or maybe you could be, I don't know. Yeah, but, I think I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but as, as a young mom and you know, just trying to survive in this world. Um, there was so many times that, you know, I would just get on the phone and be like, like, remember when Skylar and Jaden and I am like, I'm taking the kids on a vacation. And you're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I don't know, but we're in the car. And he's, and you're like, are your bags packed? I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> like, well, what direction are you driving? I'm like, I'm on Highway 80 East or no West Highway West, 80 West, yeah. and and you're like, well, you're going to San Francisco, like that's where I'm from. So, um, 
you know, and you just, you helped us like you booked our, um, our tour of <laughs> that's you know, right. Like, go here, go there. You know, your travel skills yeah. kicked in. Um, and then fast forward, um, when Skylar was getting her license, um, and you know, I didn't have cash and it was like <laughs> COVID and you had to have cash and we're literally in Folsom at the DMV and Skylar's like, call Steve Heard. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and had lunch you you brought money to the dmv uh, cash yes. like hold on i'm showing a house i'll be right there um but i remember that time when we were going to san francisco and and then skylar's like he's like god <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'd go that far but i do remember uh, guiding you through turns uh, and where to go and park yeah. and and all uh, that stuff and and take that bait cruise and all that so that was great uh, and now it is shocking to me to find that those kids are adults it's shocking it, to me <laughs> it, it is it's crazy well I'm still shocked. My daughters are 28 and 33 and I've, oh. and I have grandkids, you know, and you, when you met Stephanie, she was just this little, little sport of a girl. And, she was uh, a teenager. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> getting into, getting into trouble. <laughs> and now she's a fabulous human being. Both my daughters are, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So should we talk about our topic? It's about. Yes. Yes. So what did you think about this week's topic, abundance? Well, um, you know, it's something that hits home uh, for me because, you know, as I go through life and over the years, I've seen more people who were um, uh, not doing well, more people who uh, were down on their luck or who weren't living nearly their best lives or who were doing without. Uh, because they thought there wasn't enough for them, but there was enough all around them, you know. And uh, when it, whether it comes from comes to uh, love or money or jobs or opportunities, they're everywhere. And I see more people discouraged because they don't see it than for, than for uh, than for the reality. They think they're being realistic, but the re uh, reality is there is abundance if you look for it and if you create it. So um, when you think about your your childhood and your background and your upbringing and this topic of abundance, would you say that you, you had a grasp of abundance back then? Um, or is it something that you developed and acquired over time? Hmm, good question. So I had... Um, I think that people who see abundance are optimistic. So um, my dad was very optimistic. He was, he always seemed to be in a good mood and um, he never seemed to worry. And, you know, sometimes if we are that type of person as I can be, um, we can be uh, goofing off when the house is on fire. And so uh, <laughs> you, you gotta be careful with your, with your level of, uh, of optimism. But because he was optimistic, he never uh, ran into problems that he didn't think he was he could solve. And I think that comes from an abundance mindset that there there are ways out there of solving a problem, whether it be financial, 
or relationship wise, um, you know, there's there there are ways around them or through them if you open your eyes to it. So I think that's where it comes from. My dad being this this eternal um, optimist, and then you prove it to yourself by finding solutions yourself, and you say, "Oh, the old man was right. Uh, if if it's gonna be, it's up to me." You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about, you mentioned, you know, kind of being a natural optimist and having that natural abundance mindset. Um, so what about people that are the opposite? So they maybe have a more realistic mindset. Um, and I I wouldn't want to always call it scarcity, but the opposite of abundance would be more of a scarcity approach. Um, so you know, not making that way of looking at life wrong, but what, what's your take on interacting with people that see it differently? Um, You know, sometimes you just try to rub off on them or try to point some things out to them. I don't know that you can always convert someone who is pessimistic or that has that that cons, uh, conservative scarcity mindset to your way of thinking. Maybe you don't have to, but if you can point out in this situation how you do have more opportunity, there is more abundance than you were um, looking at. Have you thought of this? Have you tried that? And I think that if left to your own devices and you're already in that scarcity mindset, you're not getting out of it. So I do think it's important to have resources and a support system, family, friends, who you can bounce your ideas off, your questions, your woes, and get another perspective. Because there you might know a lot of people who are just like you, and then you know a few who have uh, who are figuring it out. I was going to say have figured it out. None of us have figured it out yet. You know, but uh, but I do. I'm a believer in being a resource. And I'm a, I'm a believer in using resources. So if you have a question, um, I'm going to help you find the answer, point you in the right direction, ask you questions, and then I'm going to do the same when it's time for me to need answers. I'm going to go to other people and other sources uh, to look for them. So how would you define an abundance mindset? I think it is um, seeing possibilities as an abundance mindset and a belief that there's enough um, mm-hmm. and a belief that you can make more. You know, uh, people talk about the American dream and getting your piece of the pie. And if you think of it as getting a piece of the pie, then you know that a pie is limited and that for you to get a piece, maybe someone else doesn't get a piece. Whereas an abundance mindset would say, let's get together and make more pie because there's an endless supply of pie if you do it that way. It's kind of simplistic, but that's the way that I, I, uh, I look at it. You know, I remember years ago, there's an agent who was pretty successful here in town. And um, I asked her, uh, and we were, we were somewhat friends, colleagues. I'd see her at a lot of events and we always got along. And I asked her one day, Um, you know, how are you marketing? You know, you've been pretty successful. How are you uh, getting business? And she says, I'm not going to tell you we're competitors. And I said, how many deals do you need to close a month to have 
a good living? And she said, three, maybe four. And I said, well, we sell about 100 homes a month here in Folsom, where I live. And if there's two realtors involved on every transaction, that's 200 paychecks a month. You need three of them, maybe four. Can you help me get a couple of the other 196? Because I only needed two, yeah. you know? And, and uh, she laughed, but didn't, uh, didn't agree. Um, over the years, I've, I've shared ideas with other realtors and the ones that have shared that we've shared ideas together, we end up doing business together. And I've given referrals to agents who I knew had that abundance uh, mindset. So it, if you believe that there's more out there or you can create more, you're going to get more. If you believe there's less, I remember um, Gary Keller of Keller Williams once said that you can't receive new ideas if your whole if your arms are closed around mm, the ideas yeah. you have. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, you just, I kind of want to anchor down a couple of things that you said. Um, I like the part when you talked about, um, I want to get me a piece of the pie. Yes. And edit out me drinking water out of my uh, Pyrex cup. Well, edit out me drinking water out of Rusty's cup. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. But all right, go ahead with that, uh, with that uh, thought. Yeah. So basically, I just I liked the part about, you know, the mindset uh, of just recognizing when we have that limited, like there's a finite, there's one pie. Right. It could be for anything like parking, you know, like how many times are we little jerks in the parking lot? Because right. we're like, I want that one parking spot. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? just park way at the end and walk like, right. or, right. or keep driving around. One's going to open yeah. up. Like, I mean, yes, there's always going to be more parking. Yeah. Scarcity shows up in a lot of different ways, but, yeah. um, but it is that mindset of there's not enough. There's only so much. Right. And if I don't get mine, I won't get it. And right. you're you're saying, so so where like or is everybody in your family that way? Like, does everybody have that abundance mindset? Where do you think you got it from? So I mean, um, your dad, but uh, yeah. So to the first answer, uh, the first part of the question is of course not. You know, in our family is just like any other. Some of us are. Uh, more uh, conservative, liberal, open-minded, narrow-minded, uh, scarcity, abundance. Um, you know, it's just, we've got a huge family. And so there's plenty of room for every personality type to have grown in it, you know. Every political, religious. <laughs> Absolutely. You name it. We've, mask we've wearing, got, no mask wearing, vaccinated, we've got, not vaccinated. <laughs> We've got the my, the most diverse family I know. We have people of every race, religion, uh, LGBTQ. It is a pretty broad spectrum, you know, uh, like it's a uh, slice of the world, you know. Um, but it, so, no, not everyone uh, has that. And so with people that are close to me, I try to give them uh, the opportunity or... <clears throat> try to show them some of the opportunities. And it's uh, it's amazing how 
people are dug into their beliefs and so that they'll defend those beliefs even in the face of something uh, different. You know, um, someone I know who was struggling uh, work-wise and needed to earn more and I made some suggestions, well, where am I gonna earn that much money now? And said, okay, let's look online. There are jobs that pay more than what you're making now or you stick with the job that you have and you don't have to make more today. But if you grow and advance into your the, your company, you're going to eventually earn more. So, you know, she was only seeing what's in front of her now. I, you know, financially, I'm not doing well and I can't because the system is stacked against me. Whereas, you know, she does have some great opportunities there. I don't know if, it, if I... Um, convinced her of that or not, but uh, that's the way that I saw her situation. And she thought she was being real realistic. I thought I was being realistic, you know? Yeah. So, so you have, you, you interact with a lot of different people and their perspectives, right. their beliefs. Um, sure. How do you see this abundance or scarcity mindset show up, say in, in real estate? Well, all right. So we we mentioned that agent who didn't want to share any of her uh, methods because she felt that I would be a threat to her livelihood if she shared that. Not seeing that, you know, we're dropping the bucket. We, you know, we only need a few out of hundreds in order to survive um, or thrive. And so, you know, today a guy asked on an online group. Uh, he said, "I want to start." farming. I want to start mailing monthly cards out to residents to, you know, introduce myself and keep them, keep uh, me top of mind if they want to buy or sell a house. And he said, so I'm looking for an area that doesn't have one agent or agency controlling 35% of the market. I want to find a different area. And I said, what about the other 65% of the market? Yeah. He's, he's worried that he won't crack that 35% while ignoring uh, the 65%. And um, I told him a couple of things. One is that if that agent um, or agency only gets 35% of the market, even though they're marketing to it, that means 65% don't want to do business with them. And so be one of the ones that they do want to do business with. And he, uh, he thanked me for that little bit of advice. That happened today. You know? So it was right on time for, for our business. And you and I have both seen people leave the industry because they didn't feel there was enough. And so we're, we're in the same market. Someone will tell me, I'm going to go do something else for a living because there's not enough business here for me. And uh, we all had to start somewhere. We all had up and down uh, years. And, uh, but the people that look for opportunities, create opportunities are the ones that are gonna thrive. And the ones that only see challenges, they see abundance, an abundance of challenges that they can't deal with. And so they end up leaving. Yeah. So, um, so would you say Rose, your wife, she's, a little more on the abundance mindset or more um, in the opposite direction? Well, okay, so there has to be balance, right? Because I can be so optimistic that 
I will uh, lose focus and uh, and trust in the universe too much. And you know, the you still have to have works and and deeds. Still have to do the work. The, just because it's out there doesn't mean you get some, right? <laughs> law <laughs> so, of attraction. Law of attraction. Right. Make a vision board, and it'll come to you. Yeah, it'll, they'll, <laughs> all these people come knocking on the door. Hey, can you sell my house? No. So uh, Rose, Rosemary, uh, my wife of thirty six years or something like that. Uh, yeah, thirty six, I believe. She doesn't have that same perspective. And so she's the one that will keep me on track and keep me doing the things that help me take advantage of the abundance. Um, you know, I've, you and I have both volunteered on projects and I love doing that. And then one day, some years ago, uh, Rosemary said, um, you're volunteering too much and doing things for other people, and which is great. But now you need to do stuff for us. We need to pay some bills. <laughs> so we have to go sell some houses. So um, it's really important to have balance. Uh, you know, if 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 both of us were this abundance mindset, we might go, yeah, let's go to Reno and put it all on black. You know, there's always more money. I I have a job, you know, so, so no, we, she balances me out with it. However, I have ha made her more, um, more optimistic, I think, over the years. And then she's drawn me to be more practical over the years. So uh, we're, we're almost meeting in the middle. Yeah. The yin and the yang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so what advice would you give other people? So people are going to watch this on a Monday. Okay. So they're right. going to get the message. They're going to hear us talk. So, so it's like, Hey, Monday motivations. What, what is your advice to yourself and others about abundance? All right. So you're a fan of Marianne Williamson. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I was looking, you know, I wanted to sound smart today, so I started looking for abundance quotes, and there's an abundance of abundance quotes, you know, and so, and I, I read a, a whole lot of them, and, and some of them are great, but the one that uh, Marianne Williamson, or was attributed to Marianne Williamson, is she says, the key to abundance is meeting limited circumstances um, with unlimited thoughts, Mm. So you have limited circumstances, but unlimited thoughts. That means you can get out of just about any predicament. You can think your way out of it. You can work your way out of it. So what uh, advice I give to people, I said something earlier about this, is uh, be a resource and seek out resources. And it can be something as simple as when our microwave went out and the panel wasn't working, and I Googled the cost of replacing it and it was crazy. The part was, I don't know, a hundred bucks. And then to put it in was 150 and the microwaves were worth 75 bucks. And, um, but I thought there's gotta be another way. And so I Googled and here's a guy saying, hey, if this happens to your microwave panel, one of the reasons might be the ribbon came out from, the, uh, from you slamming your door turn off the power, open it up. If it's sticking up, you push it back in. And I did that and it worked. That's a really simple demonstration, but you know, there's so many people out in the world who have knowledge, 
They can be sitting on your path waiting for you to seek them out for their knowledge. And most people want to share uh, their knowledge. They're happy to share their knowledge with, with you. So seek out people, ask questions. Um, you know, I'm sure you've heard people, single women say, oh, there are no good men out there. And then there are men going, oh, there are no good women out there. I think we should introduce those two, you know? Yes! <laughs> right? Right? So yeah. uh, they're, they're out there. They're out there. You have to uh, be open to it, look for it, look for resources, and you'll find what you are looking for. Mm, I love it. You know what? This is a perfect topic. You know, we're. I think this is going to go out um, after the first of the year. So we'll be in okay. 2022. Um, it's it's going to be a new year. It will have its own set of challenges like every year does. Um, speaking of abundance and a new year, 2022, what, um, what do you think about what's on the horizon this next year? Well, you know, I remember years ago, you and I talked about a theme for the year. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one year of mine was uh, freedom. I wanted to buy my freedom. Still working on that. But I'm a little I'm a little freer than I than I used to be. One one year we talked about raising your thermostat. Yes, so, I remember you know, that. As we it gets too cold, we turn the heat up. You know, and so the same thing with our finances. Uh, we should have a comfortable level that we want the temperature in our house and the temperature of our bank account. And when that starts getting uh, uh, low, we turn it up. And in my case. Uh, uh, in the real estate business, it's a um, eat what you kill business. So uh, if if ever I'm um, lacking in money, it's because of my actions or inactions, right? So um, looking at this year is going to be uh, health is my focus. So not just physical health, which I really uh, should be focusing on. Uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time enjoying good food and wine this year. And uh, well, all the years, who am I kidding? But it's, um, <laughs> you know, <our> adult life. <laughs> yes, and, it's, and it catches up. Um, people used to talk about when you get older, everything hurts. And I thought, you know, I'll be quiet, old man. And now I'm like, damn, everything hurts. You know, <laughs> it's true. Everything hurts. So, um, you, know, you have and to what, go to symmetry, symmetry and Folsom. I am going to symmetry uh, January 4th. Oh, so Patrick and Leanne. Right. Yes. Okay, good. Okay, keep going. I met them. I met them while enjoying food and wine. We had a, uh, it was a dinner for the Foothill Wine Competition and all the, of the winemakers who won, they had a big dinner and the chef paired different. We have to tell them that we're friends. All right, I will. And they were seated right across from me. And I had been to their grand opening uh, and, you know, didn't, didn't know them, but been to the, to the grand opening of their uh, office a couple of years ago. And so anyway, you know, we exchanged numbers and Leanne called, called me and said, let's make an appointment. And so I'm going to be going there in two weeks. I'm looking forward to it. They're wonderful. <clears throat> the, the aches and pains will either go away or be down to a very minimum. So and you know, part so part of it, I'm sure is going to be exercise and alignment and oh, things that they'll do. Twice but then part of it is going to be me pushing back from the table now and then and being more careful about what I put in my body. I tend to um, 
not discriminate when it comes to food, you know? And so I need to discriminate a little bit more. So I'm working on physical health and then uh, my relationships. I hope to make my relationships uh, healthy. We all, I think, could uh, can use a little help in that regard. And then financially. So my, uh, with your help, I've been raising my uh, financial thermostat and that's getting better. And I'm getting closer to someday buying my freedom. Yes. Well, you know what I love is that you you have an abundance mindset. Like we can't take for granted how much of a gift it is to still have hope and vision, right? Like right. If, if you're in your 20s and it's like, oh, I have a dream, I have a goal. Okay, fine. And then it's like, okay, 30s you know, for how young are you again? I keep um, asking people on the show this. I'm going to be 63 in February. Yeah. So, so you're 63 and every year you still have hopes, you have dreams, you have goals, like you'll be 90. And I know you're still going to be like, here's my word of the year. And, you know, I just, <laughs> right. 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 And you know Rose, what? Rosemary's going to be like, well, and here's how we're going to counterbalance it, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, there's a show um, on PBS living in the 90s, and it was about a bunch of people who were in their 90s who were thriving. You know, they weren't sitting um, in front of a window wishing they could be outside. You know, one of them was a power walker. She was a competitive power walker. One of them was a musician that had a gig at a, at a restaurant every Wednesday. This 90 some year old guy played saxophone in a band. One guy was a retired, I think he was a professor. He got a job proofreading books and they were sending, the publisher would send him books all the time to read. He looked forward to that. And when, you, when they talked to them about their secrets to uh, longevity, it wasn't, uh, a, wasn't a focus on longevity. It wasn't diet, it wasn't exercise. Most of them cited uh, having something to look forward to and do, you know, and one of them said, if you sit around waiting for the Grim Reaper, he's coming. <laughs> so, you know, I think that we can all kind of get stagnated uh, in, the, in, our, in our lives. And, uh, but if we, we always have something to look for and believe there's an abundance of life yet to live out there, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to have a great time for whatever that length of time is. Um, and one last thing about that, um, you know, I asked my wife, uh, what countries are on your bucket list? Mm -hmm. And she said, all of them. So, you know, she wants to go everywhere. I do too. And that's one thing that she and I have in common. We love getting out and meeting people and seeing things all over the world. Oh, okay. I have one last question. Um, what do you do? Well, I'm sure you get down sometimes. Like, have yes. you, okay. So what do you do to keep an abundant mindset, even when you get down? Um, I try not to dwell on it too long. I try to give myself a, um, a pep talk that it's another hiccup in the road that everybody goes through. I'm not going through anything that other people uh, haven't and that don't have the pity party too long because the world keeps turning, whether you're happy or sad, whether you're in it or, or not, 
you're the somebody's going to buy a house, whether it's from me or somebody else, and everybody will mourn you when you die, and then they got to go back to work. So I try not to dwell on my problems too much and then try to look for how I can resolve them. Uh, if they're resolvable, look for those resources and try to overcome. You're amazing. <laughs> I, you just oh, my pep talk. All right. <laughs> Well, for everybody watching, if you ever are in the Folsom area and you want advice on restaurants, places to visit, things to do, call Steve. Um, also, of course, anybody wants to buy real estate in Folsom, I don't think there's anybody else that you should call, honestly. Steve <laughs> knows everybody for anything that you need. Um, so let's see, your phone number... Um, or your email. So um, Steve at steveherd.exp. Oh, uh, here's an easier way. Okay. Steve, Steve at theherdgroup.com. Perfect. So Steve, Steve at, at the herd, like herd, H-E-A-R-D. Yes. Like I heard you. So yes. Steve at theherdgroup.com. That's me. Thank hey. You. Yeah. One one more thing, you know, that Linda, your uh, assistant asked me about a favorite charity. And oh, so yeah. I would like to mention the Folsom Cordova Community Partnership. It's a great organization. And, you know, Folsom is a fairly wealthy community compared to the rest of the country and even to this region. Yet there is a lot of need here. There's, yeah. There, we have our own sections of poverty. And we and this group came out of the Folsom Cordova uh, Unified School District. It was a, originally, I think, called the Schools Foundation, and then it spun off into this great organization that provides counseling services, um, everything from First Five and and references uh, for WIC and uh, and job training and and housing, and they just do a great job, and it's largely grant and donation based. And so uh, I think that they're really deserving uh, group fitting the under, uh, fitting the need of serving the underserved and Folsom and Rancho Cordova. They're called the Folsom Cordova Community Partnership. Okay, and so people can make donations. Absolutely. Okay, Folsom Cordova Community Partnership. So just Google it. Yep. Donations. Absolutely. So Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks, Corey. Yes, and everybody join us every Monday, Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.